Hello, and welcome to Debate Night's favorite guests. I'm Corey. That's Matt. That's Tyler. That's, I don't know where anyone is. That's Taylor. And we are unfinished business. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. I don't actually have any topics. We're going to go Corey style on this one. See you guys next week. (laughs) Yep. Like and subscribe. See you next time. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, hey, Scott. So, what here. are we talking about? <laughs> no, so it's tonight. Disc sports. Disc sports. Tonight, we're going to be talking about all the things that have come out recently. So, Q series, all that information, the new way to, to watch live disc golf on the Disc Golf Pro Tour network and all their changes they've made to this season. Uh, we're okay. going to talk about. What is our early top 10 to start the year power rankings uh, for each one of us? We're going to talk about our who we think are going to be our winners up until Champions Cup. We're going to try to predict those and okay, anything are, else that comes up. Are those are those the same people <laughs> for those two lists or do you have different ones? Because mine kind of veer away from each other. but So the top 10 list is just, hey – Right now, before we start the season, who's your one through ten? And then okay. we're going to say, hey, this is who I think is going to win the chess.com. This is who I think is going to win Waco. This is who okay. I think is going to yeah. win Austin. And we're just going to take turns doing that. And we can say whomever we want, whatever we want. Every single week, we got to give a shout-out to Scott. What's up, Scott? Hi, Scott. Real quick, a Fago flavor update, Corey. Oh, that's right. Rock and Rye. Let's go. Nice. Rock and Rye. It's basically their like number one flavor, which is some kind of cherry cream soda. It doesn't actually say on here. Cherry cream. It's yeah. It's it's really interesting. It's got like, it's almost like how um, Dr Pepper has like twenty three flavors in it. Yeah, this bro. is their version where it's got like multiple flavors, but it's Gosh, mostly supposed Pepper. to be cherry cream soda. It's really good. I freaking I love, love Dr. Pepper, dude. I love the uh, what is it called? The the um, the cream one, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Oh the my cream gosh. soda, yeah, the cream Dr. Pepper one, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous. That I get, you no, know what I else is good. If you go to a store and you have fountain drink, do half Dr. Pepper, half root beer. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Telling you. Telling you. Man, I'm going to have to try yep. that. I'm a fat person, so <laughs> I experiment with the sodas. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't drink too much soda, but, like, yeah, I'll definitely go with the, the zero stuff or whatever. So, which I don't know if that's the aspartame one or if that's the – stevia one or the no not stevia sucrose sucrose one so i don't know know. anyways that's what we're going to be talking about tonight so we're just kind of we're kind of winging it a little bit so i'm not gonna lie i've been really busy with uh work i was talking to Corey about it a little bit and i'm also going away with a bunch of teenagers this weekend and i'm in charge in transporting 21 kids to that so uh i'm a little preoccupied at the moment and also there's i mean we already said last week all-star weekend sucks i mean we get to see ganon through dismania yeah i mean we get to see 
Ganon throws some Discmania out, which I guess is exciting, but I mean, we get to see disc golf, I guess, right? But to be honest, I don't even know when that is. Is that this weekend? Yeah, apparently. No, apparently it's this weekend. So, um, let's just, what's going on in your world of disc golf, Taylor? Um, I have a doubles tournament Saturday. Um, so hopefully you're getting out there. It's basically the course itself is like a 13 hole course, but they've got like 10 poles to make it a full 18. Um, so I'm hoping before Saturday I can sneak out and go play the new hole, see what's going on. Worst case, they've got it updated on disc, So I have like a general idea. It's just a park course, so it can't be anything like too crazy. Um, but excited for that. Not excited that it's supposed to be like 50 and raining, but we'll, uh, we'll make it. We'll see if we can pull out the dub for the boys. More importantly, you put your hat on your horse. I did put my hat on my horse. And take a picture. It's on my Instagram. That was awesome. If you, if you I missed that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go see that. What's your horse name? Oh, uh, we have two. We have Pringles and we have Graham. <laughs> How is Graham spelled? <laughs> Um, like the measurement or like the cracker? It depends on how I think that's open to interpretation. Oh, open to the user. Clearly, it's like the cracker. <laughs> it's, it's that that was part of the the food theme, but I honestly I didn't think about the unit of measurement. But I'm kind of a fan. <laughs> so you actually ride those horses? I do not. I'm a an emotional support human. Um, I've ridden them before, but um, mainly my girlfriend is the. Uh, the horse nice is it really true that horses can sense like your nervousness and all that kind of stuff yes. people say that Absolutely. that's crazy it was just crazy yeah, but I you can definitely tell like how can... they react when like someone like me tries to ride a horse that has like never done it in their life and is absolutely terrified <laughs> versus like someone that knows what they're doing well, that's what i was going to say is i think anybody can like recognize taylor's nervousness absolutely just pure fear. <laughs> You're it's just easy here. to sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about um, you, Matt? Uh, I play a doubles round with a guy who's never played like last week. Uh, and like halfway through, he just tries to throw a forehand and just throws the most like beautiful forehand of all time. And then proceeds to just take my, take my rally and just throw amazing forehands the rest of the, the course. Just nothing. And he stood st- dead still. Like he could have been carrying a beverage in the other hand, just swung his arm back, took one step and just, and every time it was like perfectly accurate, right where he was aiming for it. He just turned to us and went, I don't know, man, it feels pretty good. So working out. I'm going to do that. But <laughs> almost got diced up by him because we expected him to be, we expected him, his partner was really good, but we expected him to be far worse. Uh, and because he was really good with his forehand, he wasn't. Um, and I think we did actually lose by one stroke, but we were like, they were, we were eight down. They were, or they were eight down. We were seven down, I think. So, so. you played against someone who was brand new. He wasn't your partner. No, no, no. I, yeah, I played against him. Uh, and then our buddy who can just has really good distance on him. And the course we have is like the front nine is just, if you don't have distance, you don't make birdies. So mm. he, he got us a lot in the back or in the front nine. And then we proceeded to bring it back a lot in the back nine, but they had us in the first half. They had us in the first half. My buddy Ace with my uh, rally as well. That took like 40 shots, but made it happen. 
Close enough. Oh, I thought that was like that wasn't first try. Literally, all, all part of the first cam- couple tries. All part of the camera magic there. I <laughs> know uh, he wow. he. We threw forty shots, and the only ones are not quite forty, but the only ones that were close were the rallies. And it, where I was like, hey, dude, you should just throw just rallies on this next one. And his third rally, it just went right in it. He like he hit the chains, he hit the basket like two or three times beforehand. But it was it was always surprised nothing broke. What do you mean? Quality, like your phone, your tripod. No, no, he was using his phone. Uh, we looked over, the wind blew the phone. It was in a bag, it blew the phone over and down a hill. We had to climb down a hill after it. But it wasn't broken. It wasn't broken. It works. It's, it's nice. Nice. It's sketchy out there. What about you, Tyler? Um, it's um, not much. It's really sad. I kind of took like a hiatus away from disc golf ish for like a week last week. I just needed a break. I got some things coming up. Um, I got tournaments coming up and whatnot. And I felt already for some reason I felt like burned out and I don't know why. So I was like, let me just take a week, a week, a week off. And then uh, let me pick it back up. But I was still kind of putting. And my putting stroke has been really up and down. I'm putting with the study BLs, new disc this year. I think I've figured it out, maybe, um, but we'll see. So no content right now, um, just extremely busy, so I'm not able to push out any content at the moment. So nothing really, but I got a tournament in two weeks I need to get ready for, and um, that's about it. Nothing really much going on. But I finally enjoyed seeing some uh, completely Corey content make its way back onto YouTube. Yeah. yeah. So I did two videos in uh, Tennessee. And then Friday, I am driving down to somewhere in Kentucky. But on the way, I'm stopping at Idlewild. Let's so go. I will be playing, I'll be playing Idlewild. Um, it's not going to be the same Idlewild you're used to because I'm pretty sure all the trees are still naked. So... Yeah. Hopefully I can hit the gaps that you usually can't. Um, <laughs> one of my buddies, uh, I think I brought this up a couple weeks ago, but one of my buddies is like fully invested now that uh, Simon and Eagle are no longer with Dismania. Neither is he. So he is never going to spend any more money on Dismania, and he is slowly going to try and build an MVP, mostly MVP bag. Um, he's not going to be like, he throws the Berg and stuff like that, but I'm going to be giving him this, uh, blue wave. So Dan, this is yours. It's literally Mm. brand new. I think I've thrown it three times, uh, but I didn't, I didn't want it in the bag. So you can have it. And we're going to try and film a series of like him replacing everything that is disc mania into everything else. So this mania is so good too. That's that's yeah. So oh, shit. he he loves this mania. He just well, he he did. He's just heartbroken that they got rid of the two people that like brought everyone to Discmania. Yeah, so. I get it. So is it just MVP or is it like the three-headed monster? It's it's probably the three-headed monster. If honestly, I can see him throwing a lot of streamline just because it's not gyro. Yeah, and it would look the most like. Um, Discmania, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if someone. I'm, I'm curious to get somebody like that's opinion if they would throw like Thought Space or Mint Discs or the the rebranded MVP stuff. I'd, yeah, I'd be curious yeah. to see like their opinion on. It. 
that sort of stuff. There's some really good molds in that lineup. Um, I'm not sure if they're like distinct from MVP or Streamliner, but um, I'm, I'm yeah. curious if it's like still produced by MVP, if he's still down or if it's just a hard cutoff. For him, I think it's just because it's Michigan based and then they also have Simon and Eagle. So yeah. it's like, that's the whole thing. But for people that are just wanting that plastic, I can see, oh, everywhere is sold out of Hex. Let me go grab a, what's it called? Pathfinder. Uh, yeah, the Pathfinder. So like, <laughs> I don't know if those are actually yeah. super similar, but I don't know. Streamline's hey, yeah, good though. Streamline's super. I'm awesome. assuming. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, Pathfinder's pretty close. So, um, all right, let's just hop right into it. So, want to get everyone's opinion about this? They just the Pro Tour just launched their 2024 Q series. And I'm going to try to summarize this as I kind of go down their paragraph. So it says that they're going to launch. It says the PDGA will award six MPO and four FPO 2025 tour cards based on results of the 2024 Q series. The inaugural Q series schedule will feature multiple PDGA A-tier events across the United States, culminating in a November finale. November finale. Gosh, sorry, I have a sore in my mouth, and it's screwing up the way I talk. In the southeastern United States, the location will be announced, blah, blah, blah. So there's a bunch of different tournaments starting in May where people can go and get some points and finishes. And so I'm going to sc- scamper down to the bottom. And it says... Scamper. Scamper, right. everybody. Watch out. That's right. Uh, so Tyler scampering. So in FPO, the top 25 players in FPO... Q series point standings will get a tour card. And then also the people that qualify 46 through 80th will qualify for FPO. In addition to qualifying for Q series finale, Q series points competitors also. Okay. So top 25 and Q series school points will get a tour card for FPO. And if you're ranked 46 through 80th, you still qualify I think that's what it says. MPO is top 50 players in the Q series. And no, I'm sorry. This is what it is, I think. I think they replace. So the Q series points people replace the standings 46. So FPO, let me say this one more time because I'm now I'm all jacking it up. Top 25 players in Q series for FPO replace 46 through 80th on the world standings. So the high end okay. of the Q series cuts out the bottom end of the Yep. And MPO, the top 50 of those players cut out 91 through 150 of the world standings for DGPT. It says the Q series finale is only is only open to qualified players who have not already earned a tour twenty five tour card upon conclusion of the DGPT season. The thing I'm curious about is those players that know they're going to fall in that standing. Do they have a chance to be in the Q series point standings? That's the oh, one. To like re up, yeah, like to make sure that you're in. Right, Maybe. that would be kind of cool um, if they got to like, go to the championship. Yeah. Can I pause for a uh, groundbreaking 
um, ad read yes. for someone randomly. Yes. Um, so my buddy Eric just texted in our group saying that Flight Factory is selling Jawbreaker Z Flex cap wraps, and you get a twenty three cap wrap for free. That's pretty good. There you go. Flight and they probably also have way too many of the ESP Swirl ones. <laughs> so if you want one, go wow. there. Use the code. I don't have a code. <laughs> you, you, I was going to say, what is it? Use code foundation Use <laughs> code on Flight Factory. Use code BO5569MAN. Oh, is that what? what? <laughs> Actually, no. It's it's B it's B O five five man sixty nine. I think is what it is. There you go, boss man. Yeah, sixty nine. That's the um, password from uh, the movie Tyler, Ready sorry, Player One. Password for the unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right in. No problem. Feel free to take take a look around. It's from the movie Ready Ready Player One. The guy's a password was at or whatever. All Take right. a look around on our email and there's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Log into the YouTube, do whatever you want. Good show. Yeah. Oh, man. We're getting hacked. Oh, oh well. Tesla lives oh, here. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> one other thing to go through is that there's other ways of getting your tour. Tw- t- dude, tour. First off, we have a big debate about tour and Tour and how do you how do you tour. how do you say it, Matt? Matthew, I say pro tour, pro tour, okay. and you say and at least Corey Tyler probably says a little says pro tour, tour. Okay, first off, I, I've tour. never said not like, not like that. I'm trying to over <laughs> and emphasize what you're doing. Okay, pro tour. That's you guys, normal. You guys make it closer okay. to That's two normal syllables. for me, but it doesn't mean yeah. Pro tour. Taylor's correct. Pro tour. <laughs> okay, you had to hear that there a little bit, but <laughs> oh, I know I sound different than you guys. I just don't say two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to explain that, but without yeah. whatever. Yeah. So placing in second place, I'm sorry, placing in the top two for FPO and top three for MPO and a Q series point standing gets you a tour card. Placing first or second in FPO division. At a Q series finale, gets you a tour card. Placing first, second, or third in the MPO division at a Q series finale, gets you a tour card. Placing third through fifth on FPO division, tour card. Fourth through eight on MPO, tour card. And winning a regular season DGPT Q series event, gets you a tour card. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Three through five, MPO. Four through eight, MPO, gets you a silver card. And if you win a regular season Q series event, you get a silver card, which that makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. I guess you have to do well. Yeah, like I, I win an event in the Q series, and you only give me a silver card. Um, but it's uh, the one where you get the tour cards is to tour and to, it's going to get in my head, dude. Every time shouldn't I say it be it. pronounced Pro Tower? Because it's spelled what? like hour. Can somebody tell me what a silver card is? <laughs> you can't. So it, doesn't, the, it doesn't actually exist to Hunter. Essentially, you need to be in the top three in the Q series finale for you to get a tour card. 
like right off the bat. Or you just have to finish in the top five, 25 for FPO, top 50 for MPO. That seems really big, like large. And then I guess you replace those standings that I said. But what I heard was there's a lot of events going on out in the West and up north. So here's all the locations. I'll go down the list. Colorado, Texas, Washington, Utah, Montana, Michigan, Canada, like Ontario, South Carolina, and southeastern United States. So like that's when they go do – oh, no, South Carolina's event before the finale, which we don't know where that is, and that's going to be at the end of November. They're in Michigan. Uh, great question. Holt. Holt at okay. Birchfield Park. That's, that's Yeah, that's the tournament that I, I was tied for second and then tanked. Let's go. <laughs> and then tanked. Corey's going to go out there and shred. Let's go. Yeah. August First 30th. Round. August 30th is where that happens. So, um, okay. I don't Imagine know. The what you guys... We're all like, we're going to go play in a Q series. See what happens. I bet there's gonna be there's gonna be so many people who are gonna want to see what they can do in a Q series. Like I'd say right now, do we have to pay for the extra? Like, isn't it more expensive for an MPO card? It's like four hundred bucks, I believe. No, no, no. Like the entry, the normal people, not not like tour card. Like, like we pay fifty bucks for like AM cards. Oh, Isn't it like no. 75 or something like that? Oh, I, for the for the disc golf pro, I mean, I'm sorry. For DG, DGA? P, no, no, I'm sorry. PDGA. <laughs> what is going on with you? Oh, he's fighting for his life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am fighting. What's DGA going? Where is it going in here? <laughs> So DGA took over the tour, by the way. Uh, so we're the DGA, DGA DGPT Pro Tour, powered by the PDGA and and. <laughs> oh man! And I, grip six. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm pr- okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay, you PDGA were, no. So I yes, think what you're yes, talking about, Corey. MPO. Yeah. So you, I don't think Sheesh. I'm not sure you, if you would actually have to classify your PDGA membership as a professional to register for a Q series event. I think that's what you're asking. No, what I'm saying is to get to play MPO. I'm pretty sure it's seventy five dollars for that card yeah to register in the pdga as a professional it is 75 yeah yeah but so i don't I wonder know if you have if to do that all to you play need in MPO. okay okay maybe if that's maybe confusing. to play on like the q series there's a lot okay. of acronyms i probably need to read this for you guys so is it from the PDQG? Shut up. DA? Shut up. Shut up. Tour. Q series points will be awarded to competitors at the same scale, which is 100 points for a win, as the world standings, and competitors will be allowed to count their top three finishes on the Q series towards the points standings total. I feel like I had to read that. So you guys knew how this was working. The Q series finale will be only will only be open to competitors who qualify via a season long point standing. And I guess that's when you can fight for your life, like I am right now. I just want to know what the yeah, silver we know. card is. What what's the silver card? 
I'm working my way down this right now. The Q series finale is only open to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The top 45 M- FPO and top 90 MPO competitors in 2024 world standards will automatically earn tour cards and are ineligible to compete in the Q series finale. So anyone that finishes outside their, so MPO top 90 FPO top 40, it looks like they're eligible to try to compete in this Q series finale. Jeff says our goal with Q series to provide additional merit based pathway to tour card. Cl- okay. Let me find the silver card information here. Cause that would actually, okay, here we go. In addition to awarding full tour card access for 2025, the Q series will also grant silver tour cards, which is a partial tour card access to regular season Q series event winners and qualify said champions for one future DGPT event of their choosing. So it looks like if you get a silver card, you get to compete in one event of your choosing tour card access will be granted based on the following achievements, which I read earlier. So I guess that's like you can play on the pro tour, but since you didn't earn a real pro tour card, you're still eligible to play in the Q series again. But for the next year, you can just choose like, Hey, I want to go play a D glow. And you can play a D. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Birchfield and then D Glow. Yeah. Michigan guy. Yeah. Speaking of D Glow or whatever DGA stands for, DGA um, I have DGA Glow. I love this disc. Let's go. This is so good. The, the DGA pipeline, 8502. I threw this thing on a line that I never thought was possible. And it was so cool because it was in front of like four people. <laughs> so how the DGA guys, how did the pipeline fly for you, Corey and Tyler? Very straight. At the same time? What do you mean? Like compared to other things or just, in, just general? in general? Um, so the reason these are in the bag is because currently – not knocking birdie. Love birdie. Thanks, guys, for the 2022 putter of the year. But they currently are sold out of the strike, which is 7502. Um, so I wanted to test some things out to see what compares closely to that, um, especially for feel. It's, it's all about feel for me because every, every company has the, like, T-Bird-esque yeah. disc. These things feel amazing. It's technically an 8 speed but it doesn't matter because it's the same thing and uh i bought this one because it's like the home team red wings colors and i just love it and then uh, my buddy kevin gave me this uh double stamped one and it's definitely a little more overstable than the the pl but they they literally fit the same slots as my lightweight strike the, the like light pink one that i'm always throwing and then the the blue color glow so this is literally identical like one to one but i put this on a line that like i've never gotten that far on that hole yep. ever and i need to go back and film it because it's like one of the local courses it's just it was it was a warm day so we decided to go out there and it was great and then the next day it dropped down to like 30s so now i'm in the house again the, the yeah, pipeline I, feel like, I feel like the when i and this is based off like literal three throws so i could just be honest. but i feel like the pipeline and the hurricane both for me that i have were more overstable than i was expecting them the hurricane was kind of a tank 
and then the pipeline like it was straight but it also like thinking of it more as a t-bird makes sense like a lot of people that i talked to about it compared it more to like a dynasty or like undertaker like straighter nine speed yeah. or like that thing definitely yeah. hooked okay up for sure yeah i would say like even if you throw it really hard and flat it should have like a little bit of like late budge turn mm-hmm. um i say it feels like a thunderbird but it flies like a t-bird like it doesn't want to die as much at the end, yeah. but it definitely like, dude, I mean, I, th- I threw a pipeline really, really far the other day and I was like just behind my, my hurricane that I throw. And I yeah. was like, geez, Louise, dude, like why even throw yeah. anything else other than a pipeline? It just bombs. What, what kind of plastic did you throw Taylor? SP for both of them. That's what I have. Okay, that's a little more overstable as well. So maybe that's. Yeah. I mean, I also could be bad. But either way, no, you're awesome. not bad. I've seen you throw, and uh, yeah, these things are amazing. So yeah, I think it's it's very well. Maybe it's underrated, but I think it's underrated for the sense that like DGA is underrated. See, I don't know if the pipeline's that underrated because I'm on literally every website and they're all sold out. So uh, they got to be doing something right. Make some more. True. Because I can't find any. <laughs> I got mine from Infinite. That's where I got mine. Yeah. There's one There's one disc golf shop, which is actually like connected to the course that I was talking about. Um, it's an old golf course. <laughs> And they turned it into 36 holes disc golf. And then they have the pro shop and he turned it into the throw shop, which is really cool. But he's like the only person that carries uh, DGA around here. I've literally called every other place I could think of. There's some at a few of the um, played against sports, but they're all like used and broken and stuff. So I'm just going to wait for him to uh, order some more pipelines and then buy them all. Yeah, it's a good disc. The SP, I like that. My SP is sick, and yeah. it's not too over stable for me. Um, getting back to this Q series, Q series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, one thing I did think that was fascinating is that is the East. Are they trying to bring in more West Coast players by putting all of these events in the middle of the country and even the West Coast? Matt, are they trying to, or is it that? <laughs> They dodged all the East Coast stuff, or they dodged all the middle, uh, middle, mid America stuff when they were planning the tour. And this is where the most gapping is, so they're going to throw it in there instead. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, are they trying to pull in some some of those people that? I don't know. I was going to say too, like, I think this is really interesting, not only in like the player trial way, but I definitely think they're using this as like an event course trial thing where like, you know, that's kind of how the silver series was too. But like looking through a lot of these are, you know, events that you hear about all the time. Like the 303 open is like a huge tournament in Colorado, you know, cascade challenge is big. The Got a tournament at the fort, which I've been like clamoring, clamoring for forever. Casey wide open. Diameter open. Birch mm-hmm. field. There's a ton of just like known <laughs> events in here where I, I think this is almost for courses, the same thing that it is for pro tour players. Where like, if you're a 55 to a hundred guy, you're kind of on the chopping block. And if you're not a great performing pro tour stop, you're like, these are the next guys up right here, just even event wise. So I like that part of it yeah. a lot. I think that part's super interesting. I'm kind of sad 
I we we'll talk about this a bit more too, but I'm I'm pretty sure we don't get coverage of these anymore, at least like live coverage for these, which I enjoyed watching the Silver Series last year. So I'm I am personally kind of sad about that, but I'm I'm glad that these courses and events are still like being highlighted as much as they are. I wonder I'm trying to understand the wording. I wonder if it's the Pro Tour standings or if they're gonna because it says um the world world ranking standings the dgpt world rankings so dgptwrs stop dude you're gonna get me all all mixed up (laughs) i wonder if they're referencing statmanda's world rankings and now they're and now they're calling it the dgpt because Mm -hmm. i'm trying to scroll down the list to see who's at like Fit, uh, like 90 and who could we lose that we know because you know who's at the world rankings right now at, at exactly 90 on stat mando oh. nate stexton oh so like here there's some there's some notable names so like nate sexton thomas gilbert nathan queen silver lot connor o'reilly like those are some notable names that are above 90 and uh, Michael Johansson, Chandler Fry, like there's a bunch of guys. Linus Carlson. Oh, there really are. Just scrolling through now. There's like a lot more like Raven names Newsom. that I know that I thought there would be down here. Carter Ahern's 120. I mean, so there's some big names that could get dropped if they're using Statmanda's world ranking system, if they're not careful. But of course, they can fight for their life in the Q series. But yeah, they better show up to Birchfield. That's <laughs> Rick, be ready that's to true. take on Corey. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder if that's going to motivate guys to show up more at tournaments, like Nate Sexton. I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel Speaking like Nate got most most of his feet out the door into other ventures other than playing now. But I want to know how yeah, much he makes off true. that off that Firebird man. I mean, all of it. All I mean, of all, all of, of the dollars. I think I think he actually makes all of the money, and then Innova gets a commission off of each. <laughs> they get five dollars a disc, and then <laughs> other twenty yeah. goes to Nate. I mean, that disc is going to be a money maker forever. What were you going to say, Corey? I was going to say, uh, can you guys decide what um, division I'm playing this year? Because I, I still haven't even bought my uh, my PDGA card. Pro's not official. I'm, trying to I'm playing what MA4. Should, what, should I, what should I play? Last <laughs> last year I played MA2. Um, do I go back to MA2? Do I go MA1? Do I go local MPO for no reason? MA4 with me. Let's MA4. I can't. <laughs> I literally can't. <laughs> I'd have to. Lo- I'd have to. What is, what's suck. the rating cutoff for MA4? I think it's eight fifty. I have no Eight. idea. I know it's Dang. nine. It's nine hundred for MA three, and I think for MA one, it's you have for MA one. If you're nine thirty five, you have to be MA one. Nine thirty five. Yeah. So maybe it's nine seventy five for MA four. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like mathematically what makes sense, or nine nine sixty. I don't know. You know, you mean eight or not? Not yeah. yeah eight, I was like eight. 
Are you trying to be funny? Hey, shut up. Shut up. You don't know how to speak today. DGPTWXYZ. So I, I don't have to know how to count. Yeah. We're struggling. Matt, this is what you have to look forward to when you're 30. Menopause. <laughs> It's it is eight fifty. I finally found it. Eight fifty for MA four, nine hundred for MA three, nine thirty-five for MA two. Yep. So after nine thirty-five, uh you have to go up to menopause. That's a, definitely true. Yeah. So I don't know. Matt, any other thoughts about this? I uh as far as Corey's work Corey should play as, dude. No, I'm talking about Q Q series. series, (laughs) No, okay. So I think that with the Q series, um, MA1, MA1, Corey. uh, MA1, Corey. I agree. Um, Okay. I I think with the. Okay. (laughs) Taylor, I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) I think with the Q series, I don't. I think just a lot of what was happening with the Silver series is getting shifted over here. Uh, I felt that. and, And. so if they could do a couple cool things and the Q series could be an awesome set of events that everyone's looking forward to seeing, or it could just be the silver series, but now your favorite players can't play it. It's not, they're not going to broadcast this though. Yeah. yeah why aren't they? I'm sure they'll do the championship. Like at least they got to at least do the champ. I mean, that would be sick, Yeah. but yeah, there's no way they're going to spend money production money on, putting this out there it doesn't have to be live just have jomez like go to each oh, one yeah i mean i bet there will be post-produced from some money but yeah i very much yeah but i want it to look like jomez <laughs> i get it no i get it yeah i don't know i think i am actually very excited to see if this is successful because this is how the and actually, the, no, I almost said a lie. That's not true. I was going to say this is how the PGA Tour does it, which is not true. They do like um, a month event pretty much for what they do for Q Series. But it'll be interesting to see if they get a good turnout one and if it actually they bring in quality players doing this or if it's going to be, hey, a guy from the East Coast or I don't know, a guy wanted to just see if he could get in and he did, but he plans on not really touring, you know. So I wish there was some like in some way to encourage like younger players to get in this because I the only bad feeling I have is if somebody tries to just see if they can get in and they do, and then they never use their tour card for the next year. Yeah. So, yeah, I plan on not winning, but like just getting high enough to get a silver card. So I can just play D block. Corey's a young guy. It's in my backyard. That's true. I can dress like a young guy. Matt, give me your clothes. <laughs> you got to say zesty. Yabin. Me and Corey have the same hat and the same finish line shirt. So he's like, actually, no, like, this one. Did you get oh, this one? Yeah. No, I did not get the, I didn't order one from the captain, but I might. I'm the captain now. Okay. Yeah, that's a reference from a movie. You weren't born yet. I, I've, I've. <laughs> We Matt, Matt, we have all these like uh, 1990s references that we're going to be using tonight. You have not picked up on a single one of them yet. Yeah, get out of my swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt's not amused. Okay, moving on. So next, next we need to bring up something. He didn't didn't understand the reference. That's why he's not amused. I know. Come on, man. For those of you who don't know, for those of you who haven't, Matt has never seen Shrek. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'd love to just sit here and talk Shrek the whole time. Um, and other Shrek movies that. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought this was. That's the whole point. I to learn some. I I signed up to learn something I didn't know about. Yeah, Shoot. that's true. Um, so the um, Disc Golf Pro Tour dropped another bomb on us today. That Taylor, how excited were you when they dropped this bomb? Were you excited or were you just like, oh my gosh, this is a headache? Okay, here's the thing. I really, I even read this. I still don't even know like what's going on and what tier means what and like how much money am I gonna have to pay for anything. Like, what is happening? Like, why does it have to be so confusing? Can we explain this? Because I don't know what you guys are talking about. I know that's why we're gonna keep talking like this. Uh, We're gonna we're gonna get through this, okay? And we're gonna do it together. And. Make this sure you have learn how to use the Pro Tour app. <laughs> podcast. <That's right. laughs> uh, we're referencing the Disc Golf Network raising their pricing and changing their prices. And now they have three tiers on how you can watch their content. They have. So is, so is that the DGA or yes. the DGN? Stop. The shut DGN. up. DGN. <laughs> shut up. Featuring DGA and many others. <laughs> Featuring dyslexia. <laughs> All the above. So we've got basic, we've got standard, and we have pro. Okay. The basic is six bucks. The standard is the regular $12.99. And the pro is $20. Okay. So that's per month, by the way. Those are monthly rates. And then they have yearly below if you want to go to their website and they have them. Okay. And then a discount so, for being a member. Yeah. I'm a, yep. So if you are a, excuse me, if you are a D, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> if you're a D, if you're a professional disc golf association member, <laughs> thank you. You get 50% <laughs> off. We off. should probably shorten that. That's like a really long name. We should figure out how to make like an acronym. I wonder or how you could like use the first letters of make it. I've never That's wanted to come idea. through the screen and choke Corey out more than ever right now. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, about an, I'm about an hour from Birchfield. Come on. Let's see it. <laughs> Birchfield. I'm going to fly to Birchfield. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for you at Birchfield. The Q-series. You know what's okay. Hold on. Before we, before we actually get into the, the yeah. DGN, um, Birchfield is hilarious because hole two is – there's literally like there's two i think two or three different basket placements one is actually like level with the ground to where it's like a ditch and the basket the top of the basket is level with the ground so you can't see it i love that so people throw rollers and just try and like roll it into the the basket it's really cool that's hilarious so we definitely need footage of that disc golf guy yeah get on it get on it terry Come on, Terry. All right. If you've got that membership, I'm not going to say. If you've got that Which membership, <laughs> you, get, you all know what I'm talking about. You get the free uh, – basic is free. Standard is half off, six nine or $5.99. And then the pro, you can get that for $12.99, which is the standard price. Which essentially what they've done here is if you're a member of the PDGA – you ha- you pay full price for pretty much what you're already getting, except here are the like extras that you get. You get 
two free general admission tickets to a DGPT event. You get their exclusive monthly newsletter. You get 20% off of their pro shop and Jomez shop. You get 10% off DGPT tickets. You get ad-free coverage. You also get, to my understanding, oh, that's it. Okay, that I think that's it. But I heard that you also get, like, you can pause it, you can rewind oh, that's, it. That's across the board. That's for everything now. So they moved from oh, Vimeo, is it really? which they used before, that it's actually D, uh, DVR. God, the, the Ds and the acronyms. Um, I know, so you, you can, like, go back and pause, saying. and the, the video player itself should be um, much better. I just I realized something. I just realized something. The pro subscription... You guys remember when they bought out Jomez and a lot of Jeff Spring was talking about like we're gonna help wrap in like Jomez Patreon perks into DGN. That's what this is. Like the discounts on the Pro Tour shop and the Jomez shop and all this stuff is like half of just what being a Jomez patron would get you. Because mm. it also says post post pro coverage, all Jomez coverage ad free. Like who really cares about that? No offense. Um, Jomez extra content. So you're yeah, yeah, right. It is kind of like their mm-hmm. Patreon, essentially. Patreon. So also, but here's the biggest one in my opinion, right? Now, if you know anything about streaming services, if you have a streaming service, what do you tend to do with that sh- streaming service? If someone else wants to watch, you give them your code. Yeah, you give them your credentials. Well, on here, it's telling you that if you're basic, it can be streamed on one, avi- one device. Standard, two devices. Pro, three devices. So you could just, you know, say to two other buddies, hey, let's all split this and go three. And then you can get the pro version for twelve ninety nine. Or you could be maybe mean. I shouldn't this is be the most annoying thing of like my entire last year of being a disc golf fan where like I would try to I have to be signed in on my TV to watch it. But if I wanted to like watch on my phone and like Chromecast it, I would hit that limit just being myself and not signing out of things. And it was so annoying. Yeah, that's true. I've done that uh, for I've done that as well. I'm trying to see if there's anything big between the pro and the standard. Uh, oh, here, this is the other thing. This is the big thing. So live co- tournament coverage. So in standard, full coverage of all DGPT events and Pro Worlds, excluding European Open and USDGC. If you have Pro, you get the European Open and USDGC. So if you have standard, you're going to miss out on those two majors. Now, I'm just going to tell everyone right now, if you get basic, you're an idiot. Just pay the (laughs) – either go get a DG or a PDGA membership and get half off or just pay six more dollars a month because you get the first round of all Disc Golf Pro Tour events and selected PDGA Pro Majors, and then that's it. I feel so bad for anybody that's going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basic is pretty pretty light. You're missing a ton of coverage. I think what I've seen most people say they're going to do is get the standard and then the the weeks of European Open and USDG for like for that month upgrade to pro. Go back. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
are there statistics on like how many people are subscribed to DGN? Um, Not that number recent, out there. Recently, no. said hovering around fifty thousand. Around fifty people. Um, <laughs> I wonder if so. For some reason, streaming services seem to think that jacking the price up is gonna like help with quality because then like oh well we can double the amount of money if we just tell the 50,000 people that they need to pay more when really if you lower the price you can convince a heck of a lot more people to actually like get it and then you're still making that money so I don't know I don't know. I, I, they might be bottlenecking themselves. I mean, also there the thought there the another thought for me is like there's no way I'm not watching live at this point. So, like if they're gonna jack up to what is it eight seven more dollars, I'm gonna pay the seven more dollars a month. I don't care one bit. So, I wonder if it's just that they're at that point as well. They know if they the they got to find that happy medium price difference and know that. If people have been watching for two years live coverage, they're going to keep watching it even if we jack it up $7. Yeah, I think a piece of that too is uh, this is a bit of crossover, and I, I may butcher this. I saw this recently. I was just trying to look it up, and I can't find it. But um, I know they're moving to AWS for a lot of their like stream hosting. Um, and recently I was watching this video based on Twitch streaming and not like how it's just incredibly hard to make that profitable. Um, just like hosting the stream on AWS for like a 500 viewer broadcast for like four to five hours is like multiple thousands of just cost of like renting that server space basically. So yeah, I, I hate that it costs more, but at the same time, like I get it. If you've got 50,000 subscribers and I, what is live viewership in the past? I feel like when I was paying attention, hovered around like at good times, like 17 to 20 K like just server cost of like streaming that has to add up really quickly, much less, you know, crew cameras, everything. So uh, the numbers get big fast. Uh, yeah, no, I actually was about to say the exact same thing. I was looking at stuff on that too. And I was like, well, yeah, Twitch is using the exact same thing as uh, the PDGA the disc golf network, I should say. And so it makes sense that they probably is a similar cost, which is just going to be crazy high uh, just for the most basic broadcast. But I'm more intrigued with who's going to be on their panel for um, play-by-play and color commentating next season more than anything. Yeah, so I didn't... This is one cool thing, too. I was... Jeff Spring did an interview with The Upshot. I think it literally came out today that I was working, driving around today. But I know Jeff mentioned that for the... Depending on the tier, you can also get access to different commentary teams is something that they're working so like multiple streams for an event like having different people commentate or i guess one stream being more analysis oriented or you know they've already done stuff with like single hole broadcast so they're like the what he was comparing it to is like you have your standard nfl game and then you have like the manning cast where you know you're watching like half the allure it's like talk like listening to peyton and he talk about the so stuff like that i think is also what they're looking to do for those higher tiers so that's why he mentioned also being a piece of like how many devices you can watch it on is like how many streams you can have open if you wanted to watch you know more version of the same broadcast yeah 
Any other thoughts? I'm confused. I'm excited to watch live this year, but I think I'll dodge. In fact, I've never watched live. Are you oh serious? I'm a Jomez. I'm a Jomez guy. Oh, oh my god, bro uh, is a Jomez. He's that's a Jomez worse than Jerry. I've seen Shrek. That is worse, bro. Yeah, it's weird because I still watch the the footage just a day later. He's never seen Shrek. No. <laughs> <laughs> But think about how many days. Think about how many days you've been a day late and then how many days I've been forever late. You know how many days I didn't care that I was late because I was actually playing disc golf? <laughs> so. That's understandable. Sorry. Facts. Yeah. Not even like once well, I feel like I feel like at least the majors I would have to watch. I've never watched anything live. Yeah. Not even the that Super Bowl. I watched the Super Bowl, but I didn't have to pay twelve dollars. So we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Corey. Wait, he's gonna ever watch Corey? Did you, did you he's even the pro watch? Version. Did you even watch the Super Bowl commentary that was SpongeBob and Patrick this year? Yo, guess no, because the party that I went to did not have Nickelodeon. Who does? I don't know. Yeah. All right, continue yeah. on, Tyler. No. It's- <laughs> No, nah, I mean this is pretty entertaining. This is good stuff. All right, so <laughs> so Matt Matt's on a bit of a time crunch. So let's get into our um our top ten for each of us before we start the season. So what we want to do is we want to say, all right, this is my top ten starting guys right now in my power ranking before we start the season. So I thought it'd be fun to hear everyone's opinion and. There is so many different ways you can put your top 10. I hope we're all over the board. I bet we are because I even took a couple guys that I think are a little different. Um, and then we are also going to see who are who do we want to choose for our winners up until Champions Cup and choosing our first way too early winner for Champions Cup as well. So let's do our top 10 first. And I'm going to start us off and we're going to go one through 10. And I'll start off. Excuse me. And I'm going to make a list here for our guys, too, so I can document this. But my my number one guy going the next year has got to be player of the year, Calvin. A lot of people I've heard have had Gannon or other people, but I think Calvin has got a lot to prove this year. Maybe he feels that, maybe he doesn't. But I think it's just, he's going to absolutely just pick up right where he left off. He's my number one. Matt, what about you? Exact same, Calvin Heimberg. Even if, even if I kind of like the idea of Isaac being a play, winning player of the year for just his performance at uh, at some just big events, I'm still going to put Calvin on my number one there. No problem. I agree. And they're playing in Florida to start the season, which is right in the back backyard for uh, Calvin. So Corey, who do you got? Who's your number one going in the next year? It's Vinny. Let's go. That's easy. All right, Taylor. Sweet. Same, same for star, me. Same for me. Yeah. Star frame. Sorry, we didn't trademark da, that. Da, da. Hopefully, we won't get copyrighted for that. Oh, TM'd? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, I just want to. I want to sh- <laughs> shut the live stream off right now. No, I'm just kidding. All right, oh, number LS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy, Matt. Who's your number two? Number two, Isaac Robinson. 
Ew. That's an EW for IR. I just said ew. For why, what? Why, why Isaac? What do you mean, why Isaac? Who else Two-time deserves to go winner. out here? Two-time major winner, popping off all your love last year. No one's intending anything different. Broso on forehands now. What do you expect from him? Popping off, I think he averaged somewhere around like outside or just barely inside the top 10 last year. Yeah, but you forgot that he was the GOAT when it mattered. He was, it was a two-time major winner, but... Yeah, that's going to be my that's number, my number two. Absolutely, Isaac. Number two. Right. Corey, who's your number two? I'm going with Gannon. I think uh, he's got new plastic. Well, he's got old plastic, and uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be throwing it pretty well with those old DD flight numbers and everything. Um, plus, I think some of the first courses that they play are going to suit him pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah. He could, he could pop off. Taylor, who we got? Number two. I also had my guy, Isaac, as well. It's just the wow. two time. Can't, can't deny him his spot up here. I mean, I, I, think he'll, I think he'll surprise us this year. I think he'll play a little bit more consistently well and still just be there on some smooth lines. Listen, I'm just going to say this about Isaac, okay? He's been getting smashed by Alden in their one-on-ones this offseason. So, I mean, Isaac has a lot to prove. Alden's playing hot with that new Dismania, John. So, I'd rather be a one X uh, Worlds winner than a two X Panda Express winner. That's all I'm gonna say. That, that that's that's true. That's very true. That's very <laughs> fact. I, I'm with Corey. We're right on uh, line with each other. So, Gannon, my number two. I think he has a lot that he wants to prove coming out of the gate with Dismania. I think he kind of feels like he's like the poster boy for Dismania, and I think he likes that. So I think he's going to get a kickstart right out the gate. And I'm right with Corey. This courses fit him really well. So I got Gannon number number two. So, Corey, who's your number three? Number three, kind of weird, but I love it. Chris Dickerson. Ooh, yes. CD. I think – I think the fact that he has a new bag, which shouldn't change his <laughs> skill level, but he's he's on squash now. He and, got his uh, swagger back. So much more comfortable yeah, back it, there. I it, mean, he is he carries like saw, sixty discs. So I mean, yeah, yeah. bro. That if was, you saw it, if you saw his in the bag, dude. he looked very happy. He yeah. looked excited. I haven't seen that Chris Dickerson in a while. Because he is one of my my favorite players, so I think he's yeah. I, I'm putting him in third. Well, you haven't seen him very much because you haven't you only watched Jomez, so he hasn't been on Jomez in a while. Facts. So no, no, no. It's because he wears too much camouflage, and I can't find. It's him. hard to see. Ah, uh, that's true. You never can see him. Yeah. That's true. At least we'll be he's... able to find his bag now. So that was probably his biggest issue last year. Taylor, <laughs> who's your number three? I have Gannon here, um, just the other side of the the top three. I, I think there's a lot of sure. ways you can spin that top three, but um, those three guys in my mind are absolutely the podium. Locked. Um, my number three is going to really shock absolutely everybody, I think. And I'm going to go Simon. I hey, think. Right. I th- I think Simon. La- no way. <laughs> I think Simon last year. Um, f- had like a taste of like a new normalhood, and I think he's in a different routine. And I've seen a lot of his. Well, I've seen all of his videos out, and uh, his putting is on fire. And I think Seems when Simon's dude, when his putt is on, like 
his throwing ability is off the charts. If he can putt, he's going to win. So I have a very strong feeling that Simon has his boy back. He's got his baby brother on the team. He's feeling really comfortable. So he's my number three. Matt, who's your number three? I am the exact same as Taylor right now. I'm also Gannon for my number three here. Nice. Taylor and I could go perfect 10 out of 10, but I doubt it. (laughs) All right, Taylor. All you really have to do is someone says something and then the other person goes, oh my God, me too. (laughs) No way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Taylor, who's your number four? I have a fellow disc maniac, Kyle Klein, in number four. Ooh, I feel like he really love that. turned up at the end of last year. And I'm really hoping he's taken some offense to the futures here marketing that I want to spin this narrative one more time that disc mania yeah. is, is snubbing Kyle Klein. And he's got to go out there and just, just prove them, prove the, the haters wrong. Don't let disc mania off the hook with that one. I agree yeah. with that. So, um, it's just, this one feels very strange because we won't see him for a while, but I'm going to put Eagle at number four. I think when he gets out there, I think he'll slot right into that spot right there. I think it's going to take him a little bit, but once he starts figuring things out, and if he gets the putt going, you know, he's off the charts. So I'm going to put him in there, even though we won't see him for quite some time. Matt, who's your number four? My number four is Matty O. Wow. Ooh. Why? What, what what's your uh i've i i used to or i've analyzed looked over matteo's stats and a lot of the times the question was how is this guy have this good of stats and isn't taking w's but he's taking his w so if those stats continue and now he knows how to take a big w uh i would be i'd be expecting a lot from him this season Here's what I'll say about Matteo real quick too. Like this is a guy confirmed in the past with old, old school guy. And like he has come out and said, like, I have not run putts or like gone for events. So I could guarantee like second, third place and get cash to get to the next event. He's locked up now. Like he's, I think this is probably one of the first times in his career. He's like super secure in a contract. So I, I think that could help him a lot. Double cheeked up on a Wednesday for sure. So I think he, Three he, uh, three C's. I think he's trying to like be more stable too. I think he's trying to get married and mm-hmm. all this good stuff. So Corey, who's your number four? Uh, so he's like a, like an up and coming German player, Simone Liz, Lizzy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know Me German. Too. I don't know how to pronounce German. So no way. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he's just gonna, especially now he has a little bit of motivation of like still being MVP's number one. Yeah. Now the Eagles there. So yeah. I think yeah, he's gonna he's gonna demolish this year. And then he's gonna quit halfway through because of a baby. Yeah, I know. I sure hope not. He says he's taking a month off, so we'll we'll certainly see. But I mean I love how much he doesn't want want to lose the Eagle. I love it. <laughs> we all love to see it. All right, number five, we're going back to me. Um gotta go with our good old trusty boy Ricky, Ricky Waisaki. So I, I have my concerns about him, but he's rookie. So I'm just going to put him in right at five. I don't, I didn't know where to put him. So that's where he goes. Matt, what about you? Um, I've got a couple options for number five here. I think I'm going to give some respect and say Eagle, even though I don't believe that he's going to come back like crazy this year. You have to say that the potential he has to come back like crazy is there. So I'm going to put him in my number five. I mean, can he still throw over 700 feet when he's healthy? 
Uh, yeah, we don't know. That's what we, we sound, That's what it sounds like. We hope if he can, you know, let him let him rip, man. Dude, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. So, Corey, who's your number five? My number five is Isaac. Um, I still think he's going to do really well, but um, yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of middle of the road right now. Well, I mean, it's top ten, so it's not middle of the road, but it's middle of the best players. So what's really crazy, actually, Taylor, give me your number five, and then I'll make our halfway through comments. Yeah, I have Anthony Barilla at five. Um, Maybe more hope than actual belief, but I really, I want AB to take that next step and be like an elite player because he can do it. It's just, it's it's in. What's crazy is that, like you said earlier episodes, like we used to seeing him him win down in Arizona before the season starts, and we're like, this is his year. Well, he did the exact he did the exact opposite this year. He didn't win, he's so maybe he's, it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's revving up to win went on pro tour instead. So what's really fascinating is that Isaac went number two for Taylor and Matt. He went number five for Corey, and I still have yet to say Isaac. So Isaac's not even in my top disrespect. five right now. So yeah, I am putting a lot of disrespect on uh, Isaac. So Matt. Let's get into the back half. What's your number six? My number six was almost my number five, uh, and that is AB. I was almost going to agree with Taylor one more time. Uh, I think another person, AB, has the potential of being amazing, and we hope for it, but hopefully this is the year. It would be, I think, maybe crazy to fully leave him out of your top ten. All right, Corey, number six, who you got? Number six, I'm going with the marathon monster himself, James Proctor. Yep. Love that. I think he's I think he's ready. I think he's able. And I think he's fit as crap right now. So yeah. He looked really excited in his um his in the bag video. So Ooh, look at that. The one thing is I have some beef with Proctor. I gave him a lot of shout out on Instagram and he didn't even like my story. Like he could have liked it at least. Didn't even like yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. He's not number six anymore. That's my best I'm going to go with, talking uh, about, okay? It's my yeah, best friend. I know. <laughs> Dude, I put I use that in a picture and I put next to his name 2024 Pro Tour Pro World Champion. He could have liked it oh, at least. Gosh. I, I told him not to. Yeah, well, it showed. Thanks. Appreciate it, dude. Gosh, dang it. All right, Taylor, who's your number six? I also have the spin doctor, James Proctor, as my number six. That's amazing. He's a guy. I just recently watched his In the Bag. This came out. He's a guy that, like, just, I feel like thrives on having good vibes in the bag when it comes to this. So, like, I feel like open bag is the dream for him, where he's got, like, these rocks from, like, 2004 that is just like, yeah, I don't really use this, but, like, I've had it forever and it makes me feel good to have it in the bag. I'm like, this is just (laughs) incredible. Like, I love that for you. (laughs) Question Do you think companies would be upset? With players bagging something that they weren't going to throw, but it makes them feel good. No. What, do you, what do you mean by that? You know what I mean? Like he said, like, Proctor has rocks that he – I'm probably not going to throw this, but it's been in my bag so long that it makes me feel good to have it. What if there was a pro that was like, I've had this other company disc 
since I started. So it's just my good luck charm. I don't even throw it anymore. But like, do you think pros that they're playing for would actually care if it's in the bag? I think well, conspiracy different manufacturers disc, but otherwise they're like, uh, it's I was going to, well, I was going to say conspiracy theory. They could just take someone else's disc, but put their company's disc stamp on it of the thing that's closest to it. Well, yeah, but yeah, if so it was like, this like, is back okay, in the day, prodigy this, beef, is that, that what this is? This teal one, it's a, it's a, I think it's a buzz. It's either a buzz or a zone, but it's it's got the stamp of the first tournament I ever did. So I wouldn't want to stamp something else over mm-hmm. that yeah, stamp. Sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I don't know. I mean I'm I'm Curious. saying I'm I'm pretty sure that nobody wants that to happen. Like manufacturing. I know, but like you're not even pulling it out of the bag ever. Maybe they hide something. It. Maybe they do hide something. I don't know. It's in the pocket. Yeah. But I mean, pocket. I've never looked down yeah, at my. It's in the pocket. <laughs> I've never looked down on my bag and be like, "Oh, there she is." But then I never throw it. I don't know. I've had that before. I keep. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't want. I yeah. <laughs> it's on his favorite disc. There she is. <laughs> there she is. No, I've I've had discs in my bag where I'm like, I don't want to lose this because it's like my first disc ever or yeah. whatever. But also, I don't trust myself throwing it anymore because it's not in a slot where it used to be. So it'll be in there, and I'll look at it, and I guess I, maybe I am the weirdo that's like, there she is, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give my last number six in my six, six slot, and I'm going to choose Isaac finally. He'll be right in there just outside the top five. No disrespect, just I felt like – I don't know. Isaac could have been five. What's so funny? I felt, you, I felt like when it. It, you won Worlds and the other majors, you, was, you just wasn't that good. I know. I know. No, I, he, he's like, he's like, we've already gone through five slots and I still haven't picked Isaac. And then number six, he's like, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, another – here, I won't say anything yet, but I'm very <laughs> shocked to see – our list so far. This is fun. All right. Cool. He's coming out of the gate swinging. Parker Welk. <laughs> our, our boy. Our I think, I think he, I, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people and he's going to be in the top 10. He's a sneaky good putter. He looks really good with the putter, except for the one video yep. that he put out. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Taylor, who you got number seven? I have, and this is literally based on like three throws that I watched in the New Zealand coverage that's been coming out. But I watched like, yep, I watched like three holes of that. And Corey Ellis's game looked so good. That man was out it there does. slinging. So I, I had to put him in the list somewhere. So I'm going to slot Corey Ellis. Um, what happened to his shoulder or no, his back? That's Marweed? Did, yeah, that's no, Marweed. He dro- no, he dropped out of All-Star. Corey Ellis? Yeah, he stepped down from All-Star because he, he said he hurt. I don't know if it was his waist or his back or something. I did not hear that. Here, let me keep keep going, but I'll find it. Yeah, don't worry. I'm up next. So, all right, my number seven, and I am completely shocked how I'm the first guy to put him on the board, Paul McBeth. 
the legend. <laughs> Got to put him in there. Eventually figured I'd put him in right behind the one time. So Paul McBeth put him in at seven. We don't know what his health condition's like, but um, that's the reason why I was like, yeah, if he shows up, he's got to be pretty good. So he says he's been practicing a lot with the putter. So I'm hoping to see him just start draining everything right off the bat. So Matt, who you got number seven? My number seven is Cole Radolin. There she is. First one to take Cole off the board. He's nasty. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. And uh, also, um, I'll wait for maybe another name, and then we'll talk about something that was said yesterday that I want to bring up real quick. All right, Taylor, who's your number eight? In number eight, I have Nicholas Antala. Wow, sneaky. Sneaky, yeah. I think um, he's sitting down. I was I had Statmano pulled up. He's sitting down at fifteenth in Statmano rankings. Um, I I could see two things for him. I don't know if. I, I don't know if he's published his full schedule yet. I could see him like sneaky, just winning every pro tour, like European pro tour event and just like coming back and be like third in the point standing just from like slaying over. I'm honestly curious to see how that works out with how many people go over to Europe to, to play those events. But yeah, I think he's going to play well this year. Listen, I'm just going to bring this up real quick is that we talked about disc mania versus, um, Discraft, and we say Discraft has got to be the better team, but yeah, we've got three Disc Mania players in Taylor's top eight, and only two Discraft players in Taylor's top eight. So, going to be interesting. That's going to be an interesting battle to watch those two teams. Who's going to have the better team this year? So, um, I'm up at number eight, and I'm choosing Kyle Klein. I think that is disrespectful to put him in eight. I think he's a lot higher than that, actually, but just the way things fell. Kyle Klein's going to be right there. I feel like he's always at 7-8, you know, throughout the season. People sleep on Kyle Klein, me included. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's so good, especially in the woods. I think he's a sleeper in the woods. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think – actually, I think Kyle Klein could actually win chess.com. So, um, but we'll see. Uh, Matt, who's your number eight? My uh, number eight's also Kyle Klein. Had to put him in there. But oh, down so the bottom, yeah. All right, Corey, eight. Who you got? Uh, before eight. Uh, so it wasn't the um, All-Star. It was the Bottle Lake Open in New Zealand. Mm. He dropped out because of a groin issue. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, Scott just mentioned that. So, well. yeah, well, I was busy looking it up, Scott. Sorry. My number eight is Ricky. <laughs> Ricky My number eight is Ricky. Um, hey Ricky, you're so fine. He's, I mean, he always ends up doing a lot better than I think. Yep. But at the same time, a lot worse than I think. Yep. Because he could be number one or two. Yep. Or he could be number like fifty out of nowhere. Too. So like, yeah. Yep. Cool. All right, we're down to nine and ten. So I'm up next. So my number nine is going to be Matteo. That's all I got. Matt, what about you? Number nine. Number nine, Ricky Wysocki. Ricky makes the list. Ricky does make the list. I feel like probably Ricky should be higher on my list, but I just had a lot of names that I'm seeing some potential in. I mean, Ricky did really well at the end of the season, but. I mean, he won the Pro Tour, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to back. So, 
All right, Corey, who's your number nine? Can't wait this. My number nine is Ezra Aderhold. Oh, I knew Uh-oh. something was crazy here. I just felt it. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna do good this year. That's really all I can say. He's gonna do he's, real good. Yep. He's uh replenished after a oddly sexual vacation with yeah, his right. friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> around the world. Yeah. It was so true. A little strange, but it was awesome. Um and I think I think there's a lot of courses that he's slowly but surely like honing in on hitting every single shot correctly. And it, it's gonna it's gonna fall into line this year. He's gotta throw more fairways in my opinion. If he threw more fairways Gotta get rid yeah. of that nuke stuff. But anyways, I, I tried to it. convince him. It doesn't it's I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we need to like never mind. I was gonna say something very terrorist like, but we won't do that. So um Taylor, number number nine. Yeah, number nine. There there's a lot of names I wanna say, but realistically, I I gotta have Richard Wysocki up somewhere because I mean yeah. Honestly, like it's a tough deal with the whole Lime thing because like I feel like the events he plays in where he doesn't have to deal with it, like he does extremely well still and then just it flares up and he misses events and people like kind of like me forget about him and then comes back and wins pro tour so for a for a top 10 i gotta have richard up here love it i like it all right matt your first one to kick it off i think i'm going i think i'm going with a little bit of a ratchet take but i've just been watching a lot of his stuff in the off season and i'm uh i'm interested to see what he does and that's uh, Bradley Williams. Very clutch. And he got his girl back, so he's in good spirits. So, yeah. All right, Corey, who's your last one? So it was actually like a three-way tie. Okay. Between Kyle Klein, Eagle, and um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Silas Schultz. Sorry. Wait, I'm shocked. Silas Hold Schultz. on. Me I and think, Tyler oh. have the same realization here, I think. There's no... Yes. Uh, there's no, no way on this good God green earth that you don't have Gossage in your no top There's no goose 10. up here? No. I'm shocked. I think he's going to win a pro tour, but I think he's still going to be in like the 12, 13 slot. Oh no. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of courses that he just kind of falls apart. It's not, I like the same way Matt was talking about his putting. Like, Hey dude, I, I root for the lions. Okay. (laughs) It's not the first time that I've rooted for like an underdog and I really wanted them to win, but sometimes you got to look at like, yeah, like he's, I think he's really good. In certain scenarios, I don't. I think he still has a lot of work to do in others. But going back, yeah, it was between Silas Schultz, Eagle, and Kyle, and I feel like out of those three, I'm going to take Kyle just because he has won before. <laughs> Eagle has won, but he's injured. We don't know if he's secretly throwing right-handed without us knowing yet, or if he's just literally waiting until the first tournament to like, see what happens. And then Silas, God, he's so cool. Yeah, he is cool. (laughs) But he's, but, but I'm not sure if he's there yet. Yeah. All right, Taylor, last one. 
Yeah, I have Cole Radolin here as the last one. Um, I think winning mm. Ledstone helps out mentally a lot. Just kind of, like, yeah, and I've talked about it before, but like not only when bend uh, Calvin off, that's like throwing in from everywhere, like right behind you. So I think that experience will help him out a ton and obviously super, super talented. Yeah, and I think I'll add on to that and say he's been in the gym. He's been working on his form religiously. We've seen it on Instagram. And now it's all about just putting it together and putting out a good performance, which is why I have him in my number 10 as well. So I had to go with Cole, which is really fascinating, the fact that I'm the only person that has Paul McBeth on their top 10 list. Yeah. I'm just scared of the shoulder. I'm scared of the shoulder. I'm scared of the baby. No. Baby baby changes you in, in the better. I promise you. It does. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up was um, we heard something on Griplock yesterday, which if it's not true, it needs to go to court for slander. But Trevor said that Cole Verdalen and Aaron Gossage do not care for one another. And so... That is going to be a fascinating thing if that is true. Because now if the cat's out of the bag, I wonder if people are going to like pay attention to that. Because I know I will because I love that kind of stuff. So I, I, honestly, I can't wait for Isaac and Gannon. I, I'm hoping the, the Cole and Goose thing is true, which is, I don't know why they don't like each other, but I can't wait to hear why if that ever comes out. But we need some more rivalries in disc golf, man. So mm-hmm. I hope we get to see like some people like start jarring at each other or something like that, or like you know fist pumping a little bit more. Like I hope we get to see a little bit more of that parity with uh, the attitudes back and forth this season. So definitely makes it more interesting. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, or maybe they would edit that in post production so Corey would miss it. <laughs> Corey would be so sad. All right. So, last and final thing. Let's, really. let's, <laughs> I was just making a joke out of forget that. Continue, Tyler. Scott did say Trevor picked two random people, and it's not true. So, we could just be getting drama bait. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, really ridiculous if he were to just do that, in my opinion. So. <laughs> Honestly, if I was on the pro tour, I would pick one of my friends and just be like, this season, we should just hate each other. Yeah, absolutely. Just make it look like there's some crazy drama and then have a full on hockey fight. (laughs) I think, I think, (laughs) on one of the holes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, me and another buddy on our, on my golf team growing up, we were kind of like, hey, when we're playing, like, we need to act like really, really serious to one another. It's where people would always be like, is something going on? And we're like, no, we're totally fine. But, People would always be like, man, you guys are like super intense. We're like, yeah, we just <laughs> said when when it's game time, we're just not going to be buddies. We're going to be going after it. So, all right, let's go down the list. Let's say who's going to be your winner at each one, each one of these events. So, chess.com in Florida. Matt, who do you got? Um, That's a good question. I've been thinking about this one. I think I'm going to say Gannon. Gannonber. I I watched a course. I watched a couple of videos on the course, and I just don't. I don't know what I think. I but. just spelled Gannon like Gangoon. Gannonber. <laughs> Corey, who do you got in Florida? 
Calvin. Home field advantage. Shocker. Taylor, who do you got? I also have the Heim dog. He always does well. Throw down the mountain. It's the same course. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go off of what I said earlier, and I'm picking Kyle Clyde. He's going to win the opener right off the bat. All right. Waco, which I think the former winner is Kyle Klein, Kyle Klein which is true. Uh, so, uh, Corey, who you got? Waco. Chris Dickerson. CD, I knew that was coming. Yep. Taylor. So Waco historically has always produced some strange winners. It's one of those where like weird people win Waco. Um, I'm going to say Ezra Robinson. Ezra Robinson. Which is funny you say that because I'll give you the winners after we're all done making our picks for the last I mean, like, couple no, of years. No shade. Colton Montgomery won with <sighs> Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Weird stuff was, happens. <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. And Jeremy Colling has won it twice too, which is crazy to think back about. Back-to-back on so. playoffs where his opponent threw a disc and almost hit a spectator off the drive. Yeah. Two yeah. years. That's Which wild is. to me. <laughs> that is wild. Uh, I'm going to go with a very wild one. I'm going to go KJUSA. Like that. Woods game. Four hand shots. I'm going to go with it. We're, we're going to see what happens. I feel like he uh, wants to start off right. Anyways, Matt, who do you got? Who's your winner? I'm also going a wild one here. Uh, I'm going Matty O. I'm I really can see just, that. I'm really just going crazy, but. Yeah. So Did he do pretty good in Waco? I don't know. Or no. I have no I idea. He, I thought he was. Here are the winners for the last one, two, three, four, five, six years. Kyle Klein, Paul McBeth, Nikola Castro, Paul McBeth, Jeremy Colling, Jeremy Colling. No, I thought he was on, like, lead card last year for, like, the final. I don't even remember, so I don't even know. I couldn't even get to you. Okay. But you could be right. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me of last year's um, standings from that tournament. So I don't I don't know, unfortunately. All right. Next event is the Open at Austin, which Gannon won last year. It was the first time we've played there. So uh Taylor, who you got for that one? I would love nothing more than if Gannon wore his cowboy hat he won there the entire tournament and won again. So that's what I'm yeah. trying to manifest. <laughs> yep. Um let me look at my list. I have um, – it's kind of an open course. Got to be careful with your landing spots. Uh, I'm going to go for some reason. I'm going to go – no, I'm not going to do that. Am I? Bend it. I'm going to go Calvin for that one. No, I didn't send it. I chose Calvin. I backed out. Calvin. Matt, who do you got? Let's go Simon Lazat. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one too. Yeah. Corey? I would love nothing more than for Gannon to wear his cowboy hat and then it gets stolen by Parker Welk. Uh-oh. Parker's a boy? Parker Welk is your pick? Yep. Well, I mean, he is in your top ten, so he's got to win eventually, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Alright. Um, I think I'm up next. And we are looking at the Texas State Championships which I'll tell you who won the last couple, just so you know. We got Calvin, Ricky, Ricky, Bradley, Ricky, Anthony Perkins, Ricky, Bradley. So, um, 
I'm going to go... I am going to go AB for this one. I just feel it for some reason. AB. Okay. Matt? Not bad. I, I think I'm going to say he's going to go back Not to back good. here. I, I think I'm going to go Bradley here. Bradley. Who do you got, Corey? I got Calvin. Yeah, that's a good one. Got to go Calvin. Yep. Taylor, repeat Ricky. Yeah, I got to go Ricky. Ricky always does so well here that it's hard to bet it. Yeah. Yeah. For Richard. Fun fact. Oh, a very, Ricky, you're so fine. The fun fact, first time I ever watched a pro tour event on Jomez was the Texas, the final round Texas State champs in what year was it? 2019. I watched it on Jomez. That was my first ever pro disc golf experience on YouTube. So, all right, Matt, you're going to be up first, and this is going to be for Jonesboro. Who do you got? Um, for Jonesboro, I think I have, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep with it. I think I'm going Isaac for Jonesboro. Wow. Corey? I second that. Okay. Taylor? So looking back since 2017, three people have won this event in MPO, which is Calvin, Ricky, and Paul. So I'm going to say the guy from Arkansas, Kevin Joe, hometown advantage. He almost won multiple times. That would be such a good story. That would be. I'm going to have to go Calvin. I just, I I don't know what else to do. Kevin Jonesboro. Kevin (laughs) Jonesboro. And we've got two more events. The Music City Open in Tennessee. Corey, you're up first. I'm going Gannon with this one. Uh, just for fun, so you guys know, these are the winners from the last several years. Is Simon, Chris Dickerson, Mason Ford, Alden Harris, Chris Dickerson, Chris Dickerson, Chris Dickerson, and then some other guy. Don't worry. Chris didn't win this one. Gotcha. So who did you, who did you have? I missed it. Gannon. Yeah. Okay. Taylor, what about you? Yeah, I was going to say, even before you read that, before this was a pro tour event, this was Chris Dickerson's tournament, and I'm going to yeah. say Chris Dickerson's. Yeah, I can feel that. Uh, I'm going to go interesting on this one. I hope he actually plays in it. But I am going to go Bradley Williams. I think that's where he gets a win, actually. And okay. Matt, Matt, who do you got? I'm going to throw Corey a bone here. I'm going to go Chris Dickerson as well. CD. I mean, you have to, right? Almost. Why are you throwing to... me a bone? Because <laughs> you're the one who's fiending for a, for a Chris Dickerson Worlds this year, bro. Oh, just okay. Yeah, just put it down now. <laughs> just set it right or down. <laughs> We're not even there yet. Put it down now. All right, and then last but not least, the Champions Cup up at Northwood. Taylor, who do you got? I'm going to say I was really in between a few folks for this one, but I am gonna say Cole Radalin. After his Ledstone performance, I think I was really in between him and Calvin because Calvin played really, really well at Northwoods, but I think Cole's got good feeling. So I'm gonna say Cole. Yeah, I already said this in an earlier podcast, so I gotta go Cole Radalin my, um, myself. I said that he was gonna win. He was my 
way too early hot take that he was going to win Champions Cup. So I got to go Colbert all in. Matt, who do you got? Um, I think I'm going Isaac Robinson for this one. Oh, we're real original here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? All right, Corey. Um, this one, it was really close. I had two people. Um, at, for the longest time, I was thinking Ricky. But mm. I think I'm going to give it to Yuli. Really? Paul Yulibary is going to win it. All right, it. man. Yep. I like that. I like that a lot, man. Paul Yulibary is going to win it, and then he's <laughs> going to lose his tour card. <laughs> tragic. That's I don't tragic. really all I need to say. <laughs> uh, oh, he doesn't care anymore. He's got the cup, and then that's all he needs. Yeah, I don't know if he can lose the lose it after winning a major though. But well, not immediately. That would after, honestly be hilarious to me like, that like the guy that's just wanted to win a major the whole time wins like the newest <laughs> major, and he's like the oldest player. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely true. All right. We got some fun winners here. We got an Ezra Robinson. We got a Parker Welk. We got two KJ twice at two different courses. Go, Kevin. Kevin Jones, we believe in you. We believe in you. (laughs) Get it done, KJ. Come on. In your honor. Yeah. And yeah, just we are praying away the rollaways. Like we've done everything we can to stop the rollaways. It's not. It's a good call by Scott. No Paul and any. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's. Yeah, and we did talk about that in earlier episodes about Paul's going to make his comeback year, but we don't know what he's capable of yet, like health wise. So we also don't know what Eagle's capable of yet. So I don't really know. Well, Eagle said he's going to be back for Champions Cup. That's what he said. So we shall uh like, we shall what a see. great course to come back to on the tour. First rounds back yeah. back on tour, we're going to Northwood, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Welcome, welcome back. Exactly. So the next tournament is the uh DDO, but that'll be the same weekend. We're down in Charlotte. So we will definitely leave that alone. We'll uh, make Corey we will def- live in the Airbnb. Yes. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> we like tape him to the chair. I refuse. Yeah, <laughs> tape his eyes no! open. Yes. What's that one horror movie where like they hold? Yeah, they Get hold out, her man. eyes open. <laughs> oh man! So, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up right there. Matt's Matt's on a bit of a time crunch, so we're, we're chilling. Live, we'll keep moving. But Matt's probably going to get off. We'll probably close the episode. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoy the All-Star Weekend because you know that we probably won't, but we'll probably end up watching at some point in time. Corey will not be watching any of it. We just figured that out this episode. And (laughs) except for whatever comes on Twitter or or highlights on IG. But uh, thank you guys so much for watching. You guys can go to foundationdisc.com to get all your disc golf needs. And congratulations to Foundation, by the way, for five-year anniversary of being alive doing it uh big shout out to hunter for grinding these last five years seriously i went back and saw their first episode last week and uh it's pretty cool to see how they've how far they've come in the last five years and uh if they make that mcbeast raptor crystal raptor and i don't get one i might cry because that thing was like a legendary disc of their company but um thank you guys so much for watching we'll see you guys in the next one peace Peace. bye